Welcome everyone to my podcast. My name is Pastor Edwin. Today I want to talk about um, Acts chapter 3, how a lame man was healed and how he was healed. I'm not going to focus on who healed him, but more of how he was healed. I know a lot of times uh, if you've heard me speak before, then you've heard me say things like finding your new name. Have you heard your new name? Do you know your new name? Have you come to the point in your life as you picked up your cross and followed Jesus Christ and found your new name waiting for you, uh, accepting that and, and living for Christ? And have you received that manifestation? So here, the layman healed. We're going to read, I'm going to read to you chapter 3. Um, and I'm going to bring it down to the point where we can hear how this lame man was healed. How he was healed. Okay, Acts chapter 3. But before we go, Heavenly Father, I thank you for today. I thank you for the glorious time that you've given us, Lord. For a glorious day, for this moment. Father, shield us and protect us. Let our hearts be open to receive the things you want us to receive, Lord. Father, uh, I, I pray for those that are listening that may they may receive this uh, message, Lord, with an open heart, expecting to find you in every message, expecting to find your enlightenment, Father God. Father, I pray for wisdom. I ask Holy Spirit to come and be with us as we study the Word of God, that we may receive wisdom and understanding. As we pray, giving God the glory, we pray in Jesus Christ's name. Amen. Acts chapter 3. Now Peter and John went up together to the temple at the hour of prayer, the ninth hour. And a certain man lame from his mother's womb was carried, whom they laid daily at the gate of the temple, which is called Beautiful, to ask alms from those who entered the temple. Who, seeing Peter and John about to go into the temple, asked for alms, and fixing his eyes on him, with John, Peter said, Look at us. So he gave them his attention, expecting to receive something from them. Then Peter said, Silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give you. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up, and immediately his feet and ankle bones received strength. So he, leaping up, stood and walked and entered the temple with them, walking, leaping, and praising God. And all the people saw him walking and praising God. Then they knew that it was he who sat begging alms at the beautiful gate of the temple. And they were filled with wonder and amazement at what had happened to him. And see, here, if you heard it, then you heard how this man was healed. I mean, we want to focus on Peter and John right away and say, wow, Peter and John, man, they did this thing. But, you know, how did they do it? It says here in verse 6 that Peter said, silver and gold I do not have, but what I do have I give to you in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. Rise up and walk. Rise up and walk. So here, very simple. I know it wasn't very long. 
in the chapter to see this, but some people read over that, trying to get to the end of the chapter. And they read past these notations, understanding that when we speak about, have you heard your name? Have you heard the name that heals you? And also in um, Colossians, and whatsoever in Colossians 3.17, it speaks about whatsoever you do in the word or deed, do all in the name, do all in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God and the Father by him. Did you know your name has been changed? It's no longer the same as it was before when before you were born. Uh, you gave your old name away when you made covenant with Jesus. To fully appreciate what that means, you have to think about it in the light of what we know about blood covenant. Now, that's a whole nother sermon. But when some others, someone enters a covenant of blood, he has given himself completely away. He is no longer his own. Everything he owns, uh, the, the, his material possessions, uh, his debts even, his strengths and weaknesses belong forever to his covenant brother. When you're in blood covenant with someone, that person's name becomes your name forever. You got to say you are who the people you hang out with. That's exactly it. You have to be careful who you hang out with. Hmm? You might get a, a people are, are, what is it? Guilty, uh, um, guilty because of the uh, association, guilty by association. When you're in blood covenant with someone, that person's name becomes your name forever. You cannot escape it, good or bad. It's yours. When you received Jesus as your Lord and Savior, He took your name. Listen carefully. Your name was sin. My name was sin. Your name was weakness. My name was weakness. Our names was fear, poverty, and every other evil thing you inherited from Adam. That I inherited from Adam. Jesus took those names from us and gave us his own in exchange. Yeah, believe that. Ephesians 3.15 says that the whole body of Christ has been named after him both in heaven and earth. Let me say that again. Ephesians 3.15 says that the whole body of Christ has been named after him both in heaven and Christ. And who are we? We're the body of Christ. We are the church. Right? That means you have been given Jesus' name. Its authority is now yours. That's why Jesus said that we will do things, greater things than he did. Just think about who you're named after. Think about that for a moment. Hmm? Jesus. Listen, all these names... All these names that Jesus has being called. It's about Jesus. His love for us. What he's done for us. Why he's our king of kings and lord of lords. Why he's our savior. Now listen, Jesus. These are names that we're named after. Jesus, mighty God. Wisdom. Deliverer. Lion of the tribe of Judah. Word of life. Advocate. Provider. The great I am. Helper. Savior, Prince of Peace, Wonderful Counselor, Lamb of God, Lord of Hosts, Root of David, Author and Finisher of our faith, The Way, Healer, Son of God, The Truth, Chief Cornerstone, King of Kings, Light of the World, Chief Shepherd, 
my strength and song, righteous judge, son of righteousness, resurrection and life, the Alpha and Omega. Praise God. You heard those names. Those names cover any need we would ever have. What's more, the power of God is in His name to bring that name to pass in our lives. Like I said, Acts 3.16, And His name through faith in His name has made this man strong whom you see and know. Yes, the faith which comes through Him has given Him this perfect soundness in the presence of you all. You can't call yourself discouraged anymore. That's not your name. You can't answer when the devil yells out, Hey, hey, bore, bore, or you failure. That's not your name. Jesus has taken those old names of yours. They're gone. They're not a part of you anymore. You are a new creation in him. So meditate on those names of the Lord. They're all wrapped up in the name of Jesus. The name above all names And that name with all its power and authority has been given to us. And we bring him glory as we follow through. We seek those and tell those that is not your name anymore and teach them to seek Christ and follow them. Not force them or convince them, but teach them about Jesus. And if you can't do it by bringing literature to them, do it through your living example of Christ how you live for Christ be that the light be the example not being confused now remember confusion comes from the enemy and as you fight through the only one that can clarify that is Jesus and in these things we pray and ask God to lead us and guide us in the name of Jesus <laughs>